Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is August 25th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block and we're going to jump in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and we're going to read verses 2 through 7, but then I'm actually going to read how Elder McConkie kind of summarized verses 2 through 7 because they can get a little bit confusing. Starting in verse 2, it says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self, for I know nothing by myself. Yet I am not hereby justified, but he that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time, until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the heart. And then shall every man have praise of God. And these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sake, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why then dost thou glory? as if thou hadst not received it. Okay, so like I said, that can get a little bit cloudy, a little bit confusing. This is how Elder McConkie summarized these verses. He said, As a steward, and having received revelation, I have been faithful. Nevertheless, you have judged me, but that is of no moment. I do not even judge myself, nor would I be justified in so doing, though I am not aware of any fault, for judgment is the Lord's. I pass judgment on none of you until the Lord comes. Then he shall reveal your hidden acts and make manifest what is in your hearts. Then shall those who are saints be rewarded. I speak of myself and of Apollos, but the principle applies to all of you. You must learn not to think too highly of men, simply because they have gained the wisdom of the world. After all, where did they get the ability to excel? For that matter, What have any of us that didn't come from God? And if something comes by inheritance as a gift, why should we boast about having it? I just really like Elder McConkie's summarizing there. It really helps clarify some things. So let's take a look, especially at these first couple of verses, because there is a really, really cool principle that we're going to see here. A couple of cool principles about judgment and judging. First of all, I really like in verse three, how Paul says that he's not worried about them judging him, that he doesn't even judge himself. He's not concerned about man's judgment. I really like that, but it's easier said than done, right? It can be difficult not to worry about what other people are thinking or about how they're judging, because really in the end, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of us. Our goodness, our light, our actions, our intentions, all of that is between us and the Lord and no one else. What I also love here is that it says, I judge not mine own self. What I really love about that is it feels like oftentimes we are more harsh to ourselves than we are to other people, or even we're harsher on ourselves than other people are on us. So what I love here is Paul is teaching us that we should let all judgment be in the hands of God. And that includes self-judgment. 
We need to be kinder to ourselves and trust that our Father in Heaven can sort everything out. Remember the quote on charity that we read a couple weeks ago by Marvin J. Ashton? We talked about it in the context of having charity for others, and absolutely that's important. But listen to this quote again, but this time, think about how we perceive ourselves, how we treat ourselves. It says, perhaps charity comes when we are kind to each other or kind to ourselves, when we don't judge or categorize, when we simply give the benefit of the doubt or remain quiet. Charity is accepting someone's differences, weaknesses, and shortcomings, having patience with someone who has let us down, or resisting the impulse to become offended when someone doesn't handle something quite the way we would have hoped. Charity is refusing to take advantage of weakness and being willing to forgive someone who has hurt us. Charity is expecting the best of each other. So can we apply that to ourselves? Charity is being kind to ourselves, to not judging ourselves, to giving ourselves the benefit of the doubt, to accept our weaknesses and shortcomings with patience, being willing to forgive ourselves and expecting the best of ourselves. What I love about this scripture here is, yes, we shouldn't judge others. And yes, we shouldn't judge ourselves. But listen to what it says in verse five. It says, therefore, judge nothing before the time of the Lord comes, because when the Lord comes, hidden things will come to light. And I like that for two reasons. First of all, speaking of self-judgment, I love that because we are a work in progress. We are not complete yet. Remember when the Savior gives us the commandment, be ye therefore perfect, that perfect, the Greek word for that is complete. And right now we are not completed. And so we can go easy on ourselves, easy on the judgment, easy on the way we look at ourselves or treat ourselves or think about ourselves because we are not yet complete. God is still working on us. He's still working through us. The atonement of Jesus Christ is still in full effect and full swing in our lives. And so when it says, don't judge anything until the time that the Lord comes, let go of that self-doubt, let go of that self-hatred, let go of that self-judgment, because we are still a work in progress. And we can let go of all those things until the Lord comes and until he can help us see with true eyes who we really are. I absolutely love that in the context of judging ourselves. But I also think it's really important when we're talking about the context of judging others. Oftentimes in this life, I think this is a form of self-deception. Oftentimes we think we know the entire story. We think we have the entire story. We think we understand both sides. Part of self-deception is trying to believe that we are right. Does that make sense? It's a comfortable thing for us, for the natural man, to just always believe that we are right, to always believe that we know exactly what's going on, to always believe that we have the entire story. I fall into this trap all the time. And because we believe this, because we believe it about ourselves, because we believe that we're right, because we believe that we have the full story, sometimes we feel justified in making a judgment. But my friends, what this scripture teaches us is that we are not justified in judging because we will not have the full story until Christ comes again. We might even know the exact events of how things went down, but we don't have the full story because we don't understand how 
people felt when different things were happening. We are in no place to judge because even though we might think we have the full story, we do not. But we can rest assured that someday the full story will come to light. The Lord will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will manifest the counsels of the hearts. We will get a better understanding for exactly what happened and the hearts of the people involved. And so for now, because we don't have any of that information, we withhold judgment. We give people the benefit of the doubt. We trust. We just love. We love first and just let everything else sort itself out and not worry about it because it's not our place to worry about it. Mother Teresa once said that if you judge people, you have no time to love them. My friends, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, with our understanding and teaching of the atonement of Jesus Christ, we should be the most loving people and the least judgmental people. Elder Uchtdorf once said, We simply have to stop judging others and replace judgmental thoughts and feelings with a heart full of love for God and his children. My friends, isn't that what true charity is? Letting God's love for us and for others fill our hearts. And when our hearts are filled with love, there is no room left to judge. Let's remember what our Savior did for everyone and pray for a portion of his love to fill our hearts so that we can love first and leave judgment to God. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 